Hey everyone, welcome to The Elephant on the Couch. The judgment-free podcast where we address the elephant in the room, get it on the couch, and start the conversation. I'm Tanya. And I'm Dulce. Join us. Let's Let's get get uncomfortable. Welcome Welcome back back to The Elephant on the Couch. couch. (laughs) Season three. Dude, I can't believe we made it. (laughs) Did we we make it though? I mean... (laughs) third trimester <laughs> oh my god i thought you were gonna be done with no. nope i'm bringing it back i'm bringing it's it back the, i mean technically the child would be already a couple Born. months yeah <laughs> we took a big big break as hopefully you noticed because no i if you didn't I know, notice we were my gone. peeps have messaged yeah. me like when are you dropping Aww. It's cute. I had like two people ask me. <laughs> I know, me too. Actually, three. Like, hey, are you guys still like recording? And I was like, oh, y'all miss us? What's up? <laughs> Our five fans. And I know. I, we love you guys. We love all five of you. God damn it. So hopefully, hello, you noticed that we were dropping. Man, that was how many months we said? We, Four? You roughly? know what? We had planned to make a recap of 2020 episode and then COVID happened. Mm-hmm. Well, COVID already had happened when we were in season two. So let's not blame it on, on COVID. <laughs> but, but, but it literally happened. Like, HIPAA violation here, but it's my own health information. I got COVID back in December. Yeah, right? we were, we were set to record mm-hmm. and then you had to leave town. Yes, I had to leave town uh, to take care of some family stuff, but... And then after that, I got sick, literally, like COVID uh, got your ass. Got me. And then the recovery process. And you know what? Life happened. So we couldn't record. Like, we're not making excuses for ourselves here. We're just I mean, keeping if we it, are, keeping it, it is what it is. 100. <laughs> um, yeah. And then once you were recovered then i am I switching jobs i don't know this bitch still smelling onions over here and i'm pretty sure it doesn't have to do with my body odor (laughs) i hope not (laughs) well just kidding um but we um you recovered quote unquote and then i started switching jobs yeah so and i mean let me back up a little bit because covid for me It wasn't, I I keep talking about like I got sick. It wasn't, thank God, thank the Lord. I didn't get like, like anything severe. Hospitalization sick. Yes. Thank God. I'm thankful and grateful that it wasn't bad for me. I've seen stories. I've known people that got pretty bad symptoms. For me, it was pretty mild. Like the typical very flu-like symptoms. Guys, disclosure statement. Tanya always makes big things very small. (laughs) <laughs> this is her doing it right now. No, but it's not. But like, I, I remember texting you and you telling me you felt like shit. Well, like you couldn't get out of bed. Right. But I'm comparing myself to people in the hospital. People okay, that okay. unfortunately had like deaths and like really bad symptoms. In that scale, I'm really <laughs> on the side of like no a biggie. Three, no like biggie. Four. Right. Where for me, her four is like a seven or eight. Drama queen over here. (laughs) I mean, but no, for me, it was pretty mild. So thank God, nothing bad. But yes, right now, and this is, I had it back in December. So now in March, we're in March right now. I'm having the whole after, aftermath symptoms of everything tastes like onion or garlic like a weird mix and i like garlic and i like onion but like every so, day every time you eat that but if i'm trying annoying. to eat a cinnamon roll we're gonna have a problem here <laughs> but that's the only thing after math again thank god i am i was gonna use the word healthy i wouldn't push it that far <laughs> when it comes to covid i'm good We'll see. I think that's what this is. I don't know, honestly, but this aftertaste, not aftertaste, but this taste that I have in smell. Like, I walked in here, Dulce's house, and I was like, oh, I smell onion, but it's not nothing personal. <laughs> I'm like, is it, though? Is it? No, because that's everywhere. Like, somebody ordered pizza at work the other day, and they're like, hey, Tanya, you like pizza? And I was like, sure, I'll take a slice. And then I bite into it, and it's like onion. And it was like a pineapple and ham pizza. And that's where I think, I was telling her earlier, like, I think that has to do with your brain. Like, this fucking virus doesn't just go to your lungs. I, like, honestly think it, like, affects 
some part of your brain because now it's affecting your ability to like smell and taste like low-key hallucinations over here oh, okay, <laughs> <Just kidding> now. <laughs> no but I, I think like if it's affecting your senses i think mm-hmm. it has to do with some sort of neuropathic something in your brain could be. i don't know that's my theory go research it people with money and i mean <laughs> i didn't know what it was until i of course i'm like what is this taste like everything tastes the same and then people were like well you had covid right this is like a thing that people keep reporting and da 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 da. And I'm yeah. like, oh. And you lost your sense of taste and smell when you I were did. sick? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not at the beginning, towards the end. Yeah, I couldn't smell. I couldn't taste. But my I symptoms can't. were like cough. One day, maybe I had a fever, like the body aches. The cough did last a minute. And then it was the loss of smell and taste. Yeah. And even though we were recording and everything, uh, we didn't get exposed. Like, my family didn't get exposed. Because mm-hmm. um, even when when everything was going on, like, I think the first time that we recorded, because we started recording remotely. That's why the mm-hmm. sound sounds so iffy in our first season one episode. That, and we were nervous. <laughs> oh, oh, for sure. And we were still trying to figure out microphones. Like, right. I think we switched to, like, three different microphones. I don't know. But... We we were doing remotely. I was right. I was back home with my family. She was here in Phoenix. Mm-hmm. And then when we first saw each other, I showed up to her house with a fucking mask and like <laughs> hand sanitizer and shit. Like, and I think every time we were trying to be very safe yeah. about because um, mm-hmm. I would bring my daughter over to her house. She comes over to my house, and we were trying to be as safe as possible. Yeah. And when you got sick, like we're like, no, bitch, you know, we we're not doing each other. <laughs> we ain't exposing me. So. Um, I think, uh, and I don't, I don't even think it has to do with like a lack of oh, I don't care. I know exactly where I got it. I went into the the lions then, right? Like, I I mean, I had to. I had no choice. So I went knowing that it was there, and I knew I was gonna get it, and it is what it is. Like it was, it had to be done, right? Right. So I'm not regretting anything. I know exactly where I got it. So it's not like. I'm partying, yeah, like, yeah. I'm being irresponsible. Right, like, as soon as you're like, hey, I need to go to the lion's den, you, she let me know, and I was like, bitch, we're not recording. Like, <laughs> Peace out. <You're laughs> yeah, like, own. you need to take care of your yeah. shit. Like, yeah, it yeah. is what it is. Um, but I think that's important. I, You know, there is a stigma, I think, when people get sick of COVID, because oh, people... Is it? Yeah, I think so. I really do think, yeah. because I've, you know, when the whole COVID thing was happening, and... Uh, co-workers were getting sick people were like well where were you at where did you catch it mm-hmm. like were you not taking precautions and like some of them were like i've been isolating for the last three weeks and i went one time to the store and that was the one time i caught it you know yeah. or you know i was out running and i saw a person cough in front of me and mm-hmm. i didn't think anything of it and then here i am so i yeah I, and i think as it progressed it was bound to happen like oh you yeah, can't escape sure. it well and, but some people are asymptomatic. Right. You, for all we know, you probably had it. And, you and didn't I didn't even know. know. Yeah. Just like I said, yeah. my symptoms were more on the mild side. I saw people with very severe symptoms. So some people were legit. And I've talked to a lot of people that they're like, yeah, maybe I had it. But I had like this one headache or like body aches, but no biggie. So I didn't think anything of it and move on with life yeah. and didn't take a test. So maybe they Yeah, had in it. my last job, we worked with kids primarily and... Um, I'm not going to disclose details on the job just because I I don't I want to be respecting right. the privacy of of our patients, clients, whatever you want to call them, kids. Um but we we the kids were being tested and mm-hmm. 9 out of 10 they were positive and they had no symptoms like at all. Yeah. And then after like 5 or 6 days they were po- like tested again and then they were negative. Like so for all you know, kids could be carrying it all the time and you wouldn't you know be able to tell (laughs) (laughs) fuck them kids just kidding (laughs) (laughs) but i think like the fear is more towards the elders right people who are high risk i was rather for my parents for sure yeah yeah Yeah. and and i have been with my parents too like Mm -hmm. you know every time that i go visit them like we have the lysol and we do the lysol showers before entering and washing all the clothes and the whole mm-hmm. nine yards just thank god we never were positive for covid that we know of right because mm-hmm. we could have gone without right. symptoms and not knowing it but um we're all vaccinated now 
Everybody Dang. in my house is vaccinated except for one brother. Brother, this is me shaming you in public. <laughs> Putting you on blast. <laughs> Sister-in-law. <laughs> that vaccine. <laughs> but um, but we're all, like, everybody in the house is vaccinated now. So mm-hmm. so um, how, how was the, the process for you? Fuck me. Sideways. Sideways? <laughs> we um we took I took the first dose and it was just a arm ache. Uh, my boyfriend was pretty hesitant on it, but I was very pushy. If you haven't noticed, <laughs> that's how I am. So he got the first dose. I got the first dose. We both had the same symptoms like arm ache, meh, you know. Um, but it was not until well, I got my second dose not that long ago a few days ago and I got sick as a dog like I don't usually get sick but when I do it's those eggies just kidding (laughs) but when I do it's like intense you know it's Mm -hmm. it and it was intense like I had a fever all day um I don't know how the fuck I was functioning like I was picking up my kid from school and dropping her off to dance I I don't know how I did it honestly um and then I yeah, like I felt the fever, but it was like a really weird fever because usually when I've had fever in the past, I can feel it on my skin. Like my skin is very sensitive. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be touched. I, f- I have like the cold sweats. Mm-hmm. Um, but this time I didn't have that. It was like my skin was fine, but the inside was burning. It like felt like my inside was burning. It was so fucking weird. And I felt like that pressure on my chest, but I could breathe. It was fine. Mm-hmm. Like I could take full breaths but I could just feel like this burning sensation it was fucking weird but um but I'm fine now no sixth toe or 11th finger you're not becoming an alligator I'm not yet. not no no tail still, nope nothing nothing there <laughs> <laughs> everything seems fine I had like a mild migraine yesterday uh from I think just from being sick and not, when did you take eating. it like three days ago mm-hmm. okay so the second I didn't have any symptoms the day off like I went to the gym and went to work acted like nothing but the following day is when mm-hmm. it hit me hard like I couldn't even eat it, I was nauseated and yeah, it was pretty gnarly. But the the day after, which was yesterday, I still had a migraine and I could sort of function, but not as good as, you know, I would. Mm-hmm. And I and right now I still feel a little like tired and I don't my appetite is not where it needs to be, but mm-hmm. yeah. I think overall is I'm okay. But in our with my little tangent of COVID vaccine, <laughs> in our little transfer time of you getting better and whatnot Mm -hmm. i was changing jobs Mm -hmm. and i had the smart idea of using my vacation time because i didn't want to quit my job without using my vacation time (laughs) and using it to do new employee orientation on the other job oh okay okay and at some point i had three jobs at the same time Mm mm-hmm which was crazy. Yeah. Obviously, I wasn't going to record. So the podcast would have been her fourth job. <laughs> Hence why we didn't record. In- so don't, stop blaming me because I got COVID. We didn't record. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> it all excuses. You. Yeah. But I mean, a lot of things happened in between December and today. Today. Yeah. We wanted to record last week or the week before last, but then... Also, family matters yeah. came up, and and that's a big thing for us. I think it's important to talk. Like we talked about it before, family mm-hmm. is number one yeah. thing for us. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. there's weekends that I'm like, oh no, dude, I'm going to Nogales to visit my family, and some weekends she's like, no, I'm going to San Luis and visit my family, <laughs> and like there's no question about it. There's never like, well, when are you gonna give me time? Oh, I miss you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was my my jealous boyfriend impression. <laughs> I would not want to date that person. <laughs> Miss you. Don't go to San Luis. This chicken is really good, babe. <laughs> no. What? No. The chicken is really good. See, you couldn't even understand me. I don't even know what the chicken is. Because you're saying like this is the boyfriend voice. So I'm making Oh, boy- you're making the voice. I got it. Forget I, it. It, took, it took a while for me to connect. It took it a too. while. Yes. but So today's episode, as you guys could have noticed by now, probably, um, it's just going to be kind of like a catch up. We wanted to, I think last time we dropped the last episode and we talked about wanting to wrap up 2020 and talk about what of a shit show that year was and kind of how we got through it and 
all of that. But since we didn't get to do that, we wanted to take the time today in the first episode of season three to kind of like do a recap, re- do a recap of what happened. So clearly, 2020, what a year. Oh my God. We it did it though. Asses. We did it. We are at. Are we though? We are. Are we? There so was just like, a mass shooting last week. <laughs> but speaking of the COVID vaccine, which puts us in that position of 2020 last this year. Yes. As of yesterday, the 24th, anyone over 16 is able to get the shot already. Right. Yeah. Like where it was like elder people, like essential workers, blah, blah, blah. Now it's open to everybody. Yeah. Yeah. So, and supposedly by May, that's the plan that everybody's going to be vaccinated. I'm Except still children. Except, Except me, children. <laughs> children and Tanya. <laughs> children and Tanya. I they do fit very well in the same category, <laughs> right? I haven't gotten mine. It's pure hesitation—not hesitation, but procrastination at this point, honestly, because I've been able to get it. <clears throat> but I just not a priority, and I—I'll I, take my piece of the responsibility pie on that one. But eventually, I'll get it. Well, and it goes back to the same thing we were saying. Like, I'm. I'm gonna sound selfish as fuck and I don't give a shit but like I'm taking the vaccine because a bitch wants to go out like I need to go out like I already booked my trips for the year just so you guys are aware I'm gonna sound bougie as fuck but I have a shitty savings account because I take two big trips a year Mm -hmm. sometimes three depending on the weather (laughs) and last year was the first year that I didn't do my trips like and it really fucked me up. Like, I was going to the lake, like, once every two weeks because I was like, I need time and vacation time. <laughs> um, and um, this year, like, as soon as January hit, I was like, uh-uh. Oh, no, no. My three jobs going to pay off today, Daddy Jesus. <laughs> and I and I booked the trips that I'm going to take this year. And I want to and I wanna visit my comadre. I didn't visit her last year because I was super worried about COVID getting mm-hmm. us. Yeah. Um, I, I think I was really afraid that Estre- my daughter Estrella was going to get COVID and it was going to be like super intense. Yeah. Um, but like, I come to the realization that children don't really have that much of a, an Did effect. she get vaccinated? No, huh? She, no. And I, and I'm not doing it for her mm-hmm. anytime soon, to be honest. Yeah. Just because there's not enough like research trials. But are they giving it to kids or they're not? No, not yet. They they're are, still right? doing research, which I don't know what yeah, fucking they parents any... sign consents to give these kids a vaccination that they haven't. In the name fucking... of science. <laughs> Somebody's <laughs> got to do it. Science. Somebody's got to do it. <laughs> My child is not a part of the guinea pig process. They'll say that. But I mean, maybe I sound super ignorant by saying that, but... <laughs> But yeah, like I, I wanted to get vaccinated right away. And that's that was my leverage with my boyfriend. Like, we have a trip coming up. I need you vaccinated if you want to come. Like, and I mean, there, there are some countries that it, like and even states over here in the U.S. that if you bring the proof that you got vaccinated, you can come in and you don't have to quarantine anymore. And you don't have to go through this whole process mm-hmm. of whatever. Like right now you have to prove like I think um, 72 hours negative test. But if you have the vaccine thing. You're good to go now. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah, because the CDC said that if you are in like a big group gathering, you don't mm-hmm. even have to wear a mask if you're vaccinated. Yeah, they keep yeah they they so, changed that from six feet to three now too. Mm-hmm. Double mask. <laughs> there was a meme the other day. It was funny <laughs> that said something like we started with one mask six feet and now we're two mask three feet and then it's like take it back now y'all <laughs> <laughs> two mask three feet. <laughs> It was hilarious. Turk, Turk. <laughs> Doing the Cupid. What's that one called? Cupid Shuffle? Is that the Cupid Shuffle? No. <laughs> well, it's a different one. Yeah, but you guys get it. You guys, guys get we, it. Need it. we need to get some color into Tanya. <laughs> <laughs> that was the most Karen thing to say. Um, Tanya, give me your Mexican card today. <laughs> hey, that was not Caballo Dorado, okay? Like, <laughs> no. But it was it was hilarious because it was like one mess. It's the electric light. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not what it's called. No. Okay. But you guys get it. She's hopefully, so hopefully y'all listening to me know exactly what song I'm talking about. <laughs> and hey, 
we we made it through 2020 though here we are getting vaccinated we have a new girl person in office new president we'll see what happens we all got Talk stimulated you know that what steamy. <laughs> that steamy, steamy. <laughs> we all got stimulated stimulated we'll see yeah tax season <laughs> Lord, you know what? You know what COVID did to me? 30 pounds. That's what the fuck COVID did to me. <laughs> you and everybody else. Dude, like I'm, I'm not I'm not a big person. Like I'm big, but not big. Like I'm I consider myself a big girl because I ha- I think mm. I'm pretty thick. Like you're curvy. Yeah, you're yeah I'm very saying. curvy and I have like big legs and I have big arms. <laughs> and big I've been neck. working. <laughs> big stomach. Big belly. <laughs> I like how you were talking about the other features, like big legs, big butt, like nah, big stomach. <laughs> <laughs> I've been in shape for a long time, so when I gain weight, that's where it goes. It goes right, to my right, arms, right. and it goes to my butt, and it goes to my legs. So in translation, I was like, oh, I'm getting bigger, but I don't look bad. It's fine. Mm-hmm. I'm just getting curvier. Getting thick. Yeah, like, I'm thick. It's Two fine. C's. Right. Like, why not? Right? Like, I may have gone a number up, but it's right. not that bad of a deal. Yeah. I went back to the gym, and I'm fucking 30 pounds before fucking COVID happened. Like, mm-hmm. how? And I'm still wearing jeans that I used to wear prior to COVID, but right. I mean, they're a little snug. <laughs> I didn't eat my might have gotten rid of a couple because there was too much to handle. But <laughs> little snug <laughs> snuggy situation. <laughs> oh, but yeah, I yeah. But it's a, I mean, yep, that's why I say you and everybody else because it's it's been the conversation. Everybody we all because I'm gonna put myself in that box too. We all gain weight during COVID. Yeah. I mean, I'm not making excuses, but gyms close like maybe we had to hold on to whatever comfort we could get and if that was food then we did it we survived yeah, for sure no shame in that yeah yeah that's a great way to put it yeah i can be a little tough on myself sometimes <laughs> but but yeah like i i and even going back to normalcy it's been a little difficult i mm-hmm. think like even like going back to the gym mm, and no. going back to shopping and not being afraid it kind of feels like you put like your toe out in the water, like, Ugh, am I gonna get eaten by a shark? Mm-hmm. Am I? Am I not? Like, it's still, it's still an adjustment. I feel like because I still want to stay home. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like getting the vaccine is gonna help you with that? Oh yeah, like yeah, are you with gonna the be more fear. Free? Oh, for sure, hmm. for sure. Because now I feel like I'm protected and I, I can not give a fuck. Like I wear my mask mm-hmm. and I like have this little like inferiority complex where I'm like. I don't really need to be wearing this, but I'm doing this because I'm a good See citizen. This? <laughs> this is me being a good citizen. You're welcome. <laughs> Such a dick. Did uh did they like lift that? Are no. we still wearing masks? Or yeah, we need because I know Juicy masks. opened a lot of places and like took away those restrictions in restaurants or like the capacities and whatnot. Yeah, um, but are we still wearing masks? Yeah, like I want to know what the rule is. Yeah, well, the establishments still have the right to require a mask, but not so because majority. of like a, a government no. issued like mandate to wear a mask. No, it's kind of that's what I'm saying. Is it optional? Are we on that point where is it optional right now? No, because establishments are like you're not coming. Like no shirts, yeah. no shoes, no service, no mask, no, no mask, no service. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So okay. some right. Yeah, I still yet to run into a business that's okay with us not wearing masks. I, other than the dance studios that it goes to. So I went out. But we to, all wear masks anyway. Speaking of being responsible, I went out to dinner. I mean, which I always go with my cousin, my sister, like the huge. Yeah, no, she doesn't invite me, guys. No Just big kidding. group of strangers. I listen. <laughs> um, but long story short, the area where we went out to dinner <clears throat> on our way back to our car. It's like a little bar, not little, but a bar, restaurant bar, one of those. There was a line to go in and inside it was super crowded and of course no mask inside. So I'm like, I'm sorry, are we not wearing masks no more? Like what's going on? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. We went to to Castles and Coasters. So Mm -hmm. for any non-Arizona listeners, 
which all five of you are in Arizona. <laughs> but if you are non-Arizona listeners, uh, Castles and Coasters is our ghetto version of Disneyland. <laughs> ghetto? <laughs> I've never been. So, exactly, bitch. But no, but it's a like... It's nice in the sense that it's a park and it mm-hmm. has a roller coaster and stuff like that, but it's not nice, nice. It's... <laughs> It's not Disneyland. It's not Disneyland nice. But, like, it was so freaking packed. Like, we were making lines of hours to get on a ride. Oh, hell no. Mm -mm. Yeah. Like, it was literally, like, we were in Disneyland and people were not wearing masks. Mm -hmm. Like, I I looked like a mad woman with freaking hand sanitizer. Like, okay, let's sanitize again. Let's sanitize. My poor child's hands was all dried at the end of the day. Like, but it was... it was insanity. Like, I was just telling my boyfriend, like, I'm so glad. Because everybody that went, we're all vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm so glad we're all vaccinated because mm-hmm. this is crazy. Like, this is insanity. Yeah. And, I mean, but that that's that's Arizona for you. Like, a lot of people at the beginning were not wanting to wear the mask. So, imagine now, a year later. like, they're like When the right. fear is gone. I yeah. think that there's a lot of fear has been gone. Because they're like, oh. well, horror passed away, already passed away. And... Mm-hmm. We're not really getting sick, like yeah. you said, right? Like, mm-hmm. you had the experience of getting sick, and it wasn't as horrid as you thought it was going to be. Right. And kids are not really getting hospitalized, so it's like, eh. So we're like, no mask. <laughs> we'll wing it. <laughs> Let's survive together. Man, man, man. It's a lot. But, I mean, you got to do what's best for you if you want to go take the vaccine. I don't know if eventually it's going to become one of those things where... It opens doors as far as like traveling and yeah, schools, businesses. Yeah, yeah. I I think, God willing, it doesn't turn into the whole autism vaccine crap that we've seen. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you're gonna get autism. If by the way, autism is something that you're born with. But mm-hmm. you know, vaccination drama that is going on where people, there's a lot of people. That I are think anti- there's a. There was a research that came up from Europe, and I, I listened to this on the radio, so don't quote me on this. Uh, but there was like 40,000 vaccines were giving out in Europe, and there was like 40 people that reported like blood clots or something like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, 40 out of 40 million or 40,000, it's like 0.05%. It's like a very small percentage, mm-hmm. you know? But just the fact that the article came out, like the radio station was like, Take it with a grain of salt, you but, know, but it's don't. like a small percentage, <laughs> you know, because they're really pushing for vaccination yeah. in, in this radio station. Like they're oh, all, okay. they're all about, I got my vaccine. It's great. You know? Yeah. Uh, which, you know, it's, it all has to do with publicity and who gets paid and whatnot. But I know that it was very much like, take it with a grain of salt. Like it's, and, and that's a risk that you do with everything. Yeah. Any medication. Know? Yeah. Yeah. Any medication, any vaccine, any like mm-hmm. you can always have a reaction, allergic reaction to. The you vaccine, can have an allergic reaction to food. <laughs> you can have an allergic reaction to sex. To sperm. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, I I think I do think that we are gonna go back to normal eventually. What's normal? Just like people not giving a fuck, honestly. There people don't give a fuck already. Like that's people what didn't saying. give a fuck in twenty twenty. Like, that's what I'm started. saying. That's what I'm saying. Like I don't think you know how people were like, oh, I think this is gonna be the new normal. You know, like companies are showing that you can work from home. I think people choose to not want to work from home. Right, but I think it's gonna become more of an option rather than a forced thing, like it was kind of like when we went into lockdown. Because yeah, I mean. I know of companies that are, are pretty much for the like maybe 70% staying telemed or work remotely. Like businesses that had like these buildings, rental, like that it's really expensive and they realize, hey, we can save that if we keep people at home. Yeah. So it could maybe now it changed things in that aspect. <clears throat> schools, I don't know. Schools are going back to in person. So I don't think it's going to change a lot. My daughter is back to in person. Yeah. Most of schools are. I person. they gave us the option, and I chose to take her. Which judge me all you want. No, I I think kids needed to be Estrella back. Estrella was really affected by the social aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Like, like really affected. It it really she she's a social butterfly. If you ever meet my daughter, she will talk your she's ear your off. Daughter. Yeah, <laughs> literally. <laughs> She'll say asshole things like what I just said earlier, <laughs> randomly with no intent to do so, but. 
um, she started, even my mom noticed like her light wasn't really there anymore. Mm. And she started saying things like, I'm shy. I don't know how to approach this kid and say hi. And I was like, the fuck? Who are you? What did you do to my daughter? Like, because she, she will come up. Hi, I'm Estrella. Did you know that I'm eight years old? And I really, like, really, 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 like, like, she used to do this at restaurants with strangers all the time. Like, yeah, she, yeah, she's not shy. So, yeah, I, for her to start mm-hmm. saying, like, I'm shy, I don't know how to say hi to people, I was like, oh, honey. Mm-hmm. And I found a dance studio that was open and that was okay with, like, following guidelines and whatnot. And so I took her there mm-hmm. um, and I started seeing her come out of her shell again. And then mm-hmm. opening schools has just been, which is low-key sad because she said that, um, you know, she hates that she can't hug her friends. Or she can't play in the playground like she used to before. But that doesn't take away the fact that she's around other kids, you know, and that she's able to interact in some sort of capacity. Right. Because when I mean, like, isolation, I mean full-blown isolation. This little girl is super dedicated to school, so she used to just lock herself in the room. Mm -hmm. Show out, like, come out for her little 30-minute break, get something to eat, because she already knew how to make her own little mini lunch. Mm-hmm. and then walk back to the room like i wouldn't see her for eight hours because she was in her room yeah and i mean it's hard because you were also working from home and she's doing her school at home it's hard so i and and i've always said it even 2020 when we were there because I, I for clients and parents are like oh my god they don't want us they don't want to do this and blah 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 i'm like well i don't blame them like it's it's a big change they don't see their peers I heard a kid the other day that said something along those lines of like, it was a great day. We all got to play on the playground. They mix all the second graders together. And I'm like, oh my goodness, it's the little things that we don't think that they're paying attention. We don't think that they care or it makes a difference. But they notice. They notice that they couldn't hug their little friend that's in another class in second grade. And now they're mixed together and they're like oh right. it's a great day but they finally let all the second graders play together i was like yeah. oh yeah you know what one thing that i've noticed with my daughter is her coordination her gross motor i'm gonna sound like a complete nor- nerd mm-hmm. we're very clumsy like i've never <laughs> been an athletic type like lifting weights is as athletic as i've ever been because mm-hmm. i have to really measure my movements like mm-hmm. you can't you can't act a fool when you're lifting weights you're gonna hurt yourself so i have to like ground myself and mm-hmm. actually lift the appropriate way so mm-hmm. i have to constantly be present but when it comes to like sports mm-hmm. i just have a magnet to balls in my face <laughs> that sounded really nasty hey, 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 get it girl <laughs> nothing wrong with that <laughs> where's the wop at bitches <laughs> just kidding <laughs> she has a magnet <laughs> that attracts balls to her face we need a shirt with that. <laughs> hashtag balls on my face. Oh Magnetic my face. <laughs> I I just could never play a sport. Like I could never ever ever play a sport. I was never coordinated enough. Yeah. Like even at running, I would like trip and fall. So Estrella has actually developed that better than I did. Mm-hmm. Um, she still gets like the occasional scrapes, but she was actually getting really good at that. I movement coordination thing Mm -hmm. and second week back three three scrapes already every single day she has like some sort of Mm. fall oh and i think Mm -hmm. it has to do with that like she hasn't been practicing that gross motor coordination and Mm -hmm. it's affected her her and she used to have a really big appetite when she used to go to school Mm -hmm. and when she was at home she didn't have an appetite because she's not burning all right she's not doing it she's literally sitting sitting there there. Mm -hmm. yeah like i I think it affected her weight. I think it affected her gross motor skills. I think it affected her social. Mm-hmm. I also think it affected her emotional because she became more needy with me. Like, as if I'm going to, like, abandon her or some shit. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just the, that isolation piece of, like, shit. Like, everything can be ripped away from me. And yeah. any minute, my mom is going to be ripped away, too. Mm-hmm. Like, which is a very valid fear for dark seven-year-old. <laughs> very dark, but very real. Yeah. It like, makes sense. Yeah. Every, everybody that she cared about went away and boom, snap of a finger. Right. And it's the same school she's been going to since she mm-hmm. was in kindergarten. Yeah. You know, she's built these relationships with these kids for years and years and years. Mm-hmm. And then they're gone. Yeah. You know, playgrounds are gone. Doing this is gone. Like, it's, mm-hmm. 
And I can't imagine, like, parents that are constantly waiting for their kids to have straight A's. Like, fool, do you realize, <laughs> fool, like, all areas of okay or well-being of your child has been ripped away from them. You really think they're worried about the name? Mm-hmm. Yeah. For her, it was the whole opposite. She was hyper-focused on her grades. Like, mm-hmm. the one thing I can hold on to is yeah. the grades, mm-hmm. you know? But then you get the complete reverse from other children, I'm sure. Everybody deals sense. with it differently. Just right. like some of us ate a little more, order more cookies during Girl. quarantine. <laughs> How you doing? Some others chose to go out on walks and hiking and whatnot. No. <laughs> Why would I want to go hiking? There's yeah. A box of cookies waiting for me. And Netflix. Yeah. Netflix. And chill. Well, yeah. A lot of Netflix got me through the quarantine for sure. Oh my God. I don't even know what shows I watched. What did you watch? <laughs> Were you watching anything? No. I, my boyfriend got me on fires. Supernatural. Oh. Which is like years and years and years of stuff. And I ended up more stressed than I was relaxed. <laughs> so I was like, I'm dreaming about these bitches coming and ripping my insides out. Like, no, 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 no. Oh. I mean, I really like, like, gory stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I can watch crime stuff all day, yeah. every day. But I don't... It wasn't helpful during quarantine. I don't even know what, what, what I watched. Narcos, a lot of narcos. I got narcos. I watch um, Little Fires Everywhere. It's on Hulu. It's a good one. Yeah. I just avoid watching stuff that reminds me of my clients. Oh, that's all I watched. I know, bitch. <laughs> I know. I watch all drug addiction, like mental. Oh, Euphoria. If you guys haven't watched Euphoria on HBO, it's very inappropriate, very rated R. A lot of sex. But it's good. But it's a lot of like teenagers with troubled upbringings and bullshit that's happening. <clears throat> so it's very like yeah. I just try client. to stay away from oh. it as much as possible. If I had a dollar for the amount of clients that have told me that I've relapsed because of COVID, bitch, I'd be rich right now. Oh, like it, yeah. I think COVID really fucked up shit for mental health. Like all of our coping mechanisms fucking gone. Yeah, church, gym. Outside recreational activities, like mm-hmm. anything, like bye. Yeah. Figure it out in your house. Like, if you all, if you always had an issue with like centering yourself around you and accepting yourself, this was your time to shine, honey. Because mm-hmm. you had nothing but yourself. A lot of relationships ended because of being oh together like this long without really, a break from I each do, other. I do think that COVID affected my relationship a lot because we're. We're a new relationship, and we started January of 2020. <laughs> and then in March, it's like, know him? <laughs> Come on over, honey. Like, things got serious really quick because of the changes. Mm-hmm. And, and then it was kind of like all or nothing. No, you did not start in January. It has been a year already that you guys were together. Yeah. When COVID started. Well, we didn't become official like right away. I'm like looking at. But we started other. talking in January, and that's when we counted because. True, true, true. He true. wasn't talking to anybody. I wasn't talking to uh-huh. anybody. We just got together. Yeah. And I do think that COVID put a huge damper on our relationship. Mm-hmm. I we didn't get to date the normal way. Like, oh, let's go out. I think we went on a date for Dave and Buster's once. <laughs> and then everything was shut down. <laughs> Had you know that that was going to be the last one. (laughs) Right. And then I had to be like remote for however long. And he was here in Phoenix. I was in my family. So there was like two months where we were just online dating (laughs) with each other on Zoom. (laughs) Zoom date. Show me what you're wearing, babe. (laughs) It's just pathetic. (laughs) Oh, man. Imagine I'm hugging you right now. describing slowly <laughs> all the steps but it, it, it is true a lot of people it, it forced them to like end things because mm-hmm. they realize that it's a lot of time with somebody yeah i, I think would... it really pushes you to see sides of the person that you're not used to seeing because you're like working mm-hmm. and doing your thing like he really got to see my professional side mm-hmm. that he probably wouldn't have gotten to see if it wasn't for covid like <laughs> he would have just seen my Fun side or whatever. Is it fun? Is it though? <laughs> I, I, I was, when I, COVID time, I was working from home. And like, my significant other was out of the house. So, to me, it didn't. You know what I mean? Like, it yeah. didn't 
make a difference. No, there was a point where we were both working from home. Yeah. It was Yeah, and I hear it all the time that people were like, nope, can't do this. I mean, and it it happened with with my daughter, too. Like, she went from, oh, hi, mom is dating this guy, to like, in your face, man. (laughs) Hi. Like... (laughs) In your face. (laughs) Me and faces. Yeah. I don't know what's going on with me and faces today. about faces today. Yeah. I don't know. It's been a hell of a year, though. Like, I, I don't was. know. The whole, like, new year, new me has definitely... That, that was a thing. Man. Not a lot of people were... I think it was a very hopeless mindset that we got into. Well, because everybody was setting goals. Everybody was like, 2020 is my year. Every, I mean, I was even hyped, girl. I was like, yes, we going to do this. Like, I am ready to succeed. I'm manifesting my positive vibes. I'm going to meet the man of my dreams. I'm going to have my business started. Like, everything's going to be fucking great. And then life was like, let me stop you right there. Let me stop you right <laughs> Sit there. Sit your ass down. <laughs> but you know what? I was, th- I was talking to somebody about that the other day. Like, how sometimes we don't realize that we need to slow down. And kind of life sends you something. to so like, bitch, I said slow down. Listen. And you're not getting the message. Linda. So they send you something that is like, all right, you don't want to listen. Now you're going to rest. Well, that's what happens when you get sick, right? Like you keep putting all this stress on your body. Exactly. Your body responds to it and ta-da. And now you're in bed for like two days. You can't get up. You have a fever. You have a headache, whatever. But that's kind of like to me, I was like kind of like looking in retrospect to like 2020. Like maybe that was the universe telling us like, yo, I said slow down. So everybody go home. Like, kind of like time out when you send a kid to the corner, like, go to your room and think about your choices. <laughs> Everybody in the world, go to your room and think about what I mean, the fuck and you've been the doing. nature just started booming, right? Like, I do think that COVID was like nature saying, I'm sick. Like, yeah. the, the world is sick. I, I need, need a break to get from... rid of some of y'all. Mother, Mother nature engaged in a very toxic pattern. <laughs> like, we need to take a few days off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Mother Nature got sick, got rid of all the parasites, which is us. Yeah. So, I mean, but that's the thing. Like, there's, and again, I'm not, I don't want to sound like this, like, eh, like, positive patty over here. But you can choose to look at it in that way. Nancy, positive patty. Oh, hashtags. I have one for every (laughs) every emotion. (laughs) But, um. But that you can look at it like that, right? Getting that very hopeless and like why me mentality. Oh my god, which that was me, and that's something I'm working on. Hello, this is why I I choose to kind of like look at 2020 and that like maybe that's what we needed. We needed to all slow down and really. I you hear a lot that people learn to appreciate the little things that we took for granted, right? Family relationships that you're so caught up in that hustle mentality and go 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 and chasing the the coins and whatnot and you miss out on playing with your kids at home and and enjoying that right so you can choose to look at 2020 through that lens and being grateful for the opportunities that came with the lockdown or you can choose to be like a negative nancy and say like oh my god it was the worst year of my life and i hated it and Mm -hmm. which you're entitled Mm -hmm. if that's Mm -hmm. what you want to do that's what you need to do and you simmer in that negativity for a little (laughs) bit and then you do what you need to do with that Right. But to me, like, I am choosing to look at it through that. Okay, I needed to slow down. I needed to be hit with some things that I needed to face. And then things happen from that. I think I'm so used to going and going and going that I haven't even sat down and really, like, reflected on 2020. Mm -hmm. Because I do think that 2020 was my growing pains year. Right. Like, I really had to learn how to be in a serious relationship because i haven't been one in forever full guys time, I, like, oh yeah yeah like full like i'm pretty much married to this man he ain't going nowhere i'm just kidding <laughs> um, but like i i've been single for like six years or something plus and then i get with him and it's like very serious right away you know in and even trying to balance parenting Coming Mm -hmm. to terms with shit that I was failing at as parenting, which my parenting ego is very high. Like, I'm the baddest mom in the fucking block. What's up? Like, and having to come to terms with, like, oh, maybe I'm not that good of a mom that I thought I was. Not that I'm, like, taking credit away from me, but there's things that, you know, your significant other lets you reflect on Mm. when you're you're a parent. I think Mm -hmm. the mom and dad dynamic is super important. And 
and coming to terms with that shit has been hard. Mm-hmm. Um, oh my god, like I haven't seen my best friend in over a year, maybe probably going on two. And fuck, man, like, ugh. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even want to talk about it because I'm going to start crying. Mm-hmm. You know? So, like you said, like, coming to terms with things that are harder than usual. Mm-hmm. But it really, to me, I think that that relationship with my best friend just became stronger. Because we have the, all this distance away. But then we are able to call each other and, like, nothing happened, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and really understanding what unconditional love means in friendships. Yeah. Like, exactly. you and I have grown, I think our relationship has grown more than it's ever had in the last seven years that we've been friends. Yeah. We had seven years, bitch. <laughs> we, we birthed it. Yeah, I mean, the podcast is a great example of our growing pains. Like, we pushed through it. We mm-hmm. did as much as we could. Like, there were times that we couldn't fucking meet and we somehow figured it out and mm-hmm. did it. And look at our little baby, you know? <laughs> like, it. I think... There last year was the year where it really got me to think, what do I have? What do I not have? What do mm-hmm. I need to grow? What really matters? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And in, in one of my jobs, I really had a leadership role. And it, that really showed me what I'm capable of doing. And it's really inspiring me to, like, move forward. Like, I know in the next five years, I'm not going to continue to work for a company. Like... Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have my own shit, you know, and it and it's showing. Mm-hmm. I think like all of the seeds that I planted, while rainy season last year, are starting to sprout this year. Hopefully, <laughs> I sounded very like <laughs> negative. No, I was like talk about being negative, bitch. Hopefully, <laughs> I hope the fuck so. <laughs> Say that. <laughs> No, but it's true, right? Like, so you, I mean, again, you got a new house. I did get it. Talk about like growing parents. <laughs> <laughs> I bought a house in December in this crazy market. It's crazy. Like the market over here is. I mean, I think it's everywhere actually, not yeah. only in Arizona. Um. So yeah, your girl has a new house. Who this? New phone, new, new house. Zip code, who this? Who this? <laughs> Yeah, new phone too. Hey. hey, which is useless, by the way. Ugh, I hate this phone. Why? It's just so ridiculous. Like it doesn't work how it's supposed to. My immediate gratification piece of my brain that wants things immediately. When it freaks out, I'm like, no, it should be like immediate that I click something and it opens and it did it. No, but it's kind of glitchy. I need to go in. Have it. Another okay. thing that she's gonna put on the side, like the vaccination. <laughs> no, Ladies, the phone I'm gonna do because that's a priority. <laughs> <laughs> the phone is gonna happen. It's kind of glitchy though. I mean, new year, new phone. You know, new zip code. Who this? New zip code. Who? Who is she? <laughs> who is? Who is she? New zip code. New phone. I don't know. I. Everything. We were gonna buy do a you house, have any? and then we didn't. <laughs> And then we decided that it wasn't financially smart to do it now. So it's really it, crowded over there to buy houses. Yeah. So I I don't know. I I think we're in a transition period. I think 2021 is transition. You've been in transition. Bitch. That that's sounds up. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't mean it like that. Like, uh, hello? She just said. <laughs> no, but no. You live in a transition state. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, I, for that. <laughs> I'll take it. No, but I mean, like, I can't get over it. <laughs> that was pretty fucking shitty to me to say. Bitch, you made a transition. What the fuck are you talking Where about? Where the fuck you at, bitch? Where is the result? How long is this fucking transition, son? <laughs> No, but I think because as you were saying that, I remember you saying that like in our past episodes about like, I'm in this transition period, like things are not good, things are not bad, but it's like this like middle thing. So what kind of transition? I think you mean a different place for calling me out on my shit. (laughs) I think you mean a different type of transition right now, though. (laughs) Okay. Tell me more. (laughs) As she adjusts her glasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, No, I think... um, I don't think I've stopped being in a transition. I think you're absolutely right. I, um, we were talking about growing pains last year, and I think this year, 
is about learning how to prioritize myself. I also have to, and I'm going to sound like a complete bullshitter for saying this, and I know it's going to irk the fuck out of you because Tanya is ridiculously logical, but I'm a Capricorn. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <you're> gonna, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck does that even mean? I don't know. Like we, There's this like funny memes on Facebook about Capricorns like always not being good enough. Like That's our thing. So no one's ever good enough for us. And I, and I find myself in that like vicious circle very often of like, oh, I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. Mm. And I keep like putting these like unrealistic goals <laughs> further and further away. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm not there yet. And then somehow magically I'm going to get there, whatever the fuck that means. And then I'm just going to be happy. So I keep going and going and going. And I'm constantly in transition, like you say, because I'm never there. Like, a big thing that I have to work on for myself is being present. Like, this is it, bitch. Like, this is your life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where else do you want to go? You know, and I'm I'm constantly, okay, so if I push a little harder, I'm going to get there. If mm-hmm. I push a little harder, I'm going to get there. Like, once I buy the house, I'm going to no longer be in transition and household matters. Yeah. It- once I get married, mm-hmm. I'm no longer going to be worried about relationship problems. Once I have another child, I'm going to fulfill my mother ego. Like, mm-hmm. all these, like, unrealistic expectations. Well, not unrealistic, honest, but you're always chasing the next better version of whatever you're Absolutely. Right now. All the fucking time. Like, my level of ambition is ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, and, and I think... We, <laughs> yeah. No, I guess I hear you. are you. ridiculous, yeah, you're, you're a nightmare. <laughs> No, but I mean that in because I hear what you're saying and I don't want to sound like a therapist. So what I hear you say, but I have a problem with that. And I think that's listed somewhere in, in our big list of topics for the podcast. But that culture of the hustle culture, which I mentioned about earlier, made reference yeah. to it. I have a problem with that. And it's not that I'm not ambitious or that I don't want the big house and the pretty car and whatever fancy bullshit society tells us that we need. But that's problematic because then we get into this, like, it's never good enough. When mm-hmm. is it good enough mm-hmm. then? Right? Because it's not the car. It's not the house. It's not the cell phone. It's not the relationship. It's you're the common denominator and all these things, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if that happiness is not coming from within, sounds super choosy. But that, that, mm-hmm. I, that's why I have a problem with the hustle culture. Yeah. And all those videos on Instagram and Facebook and social media. Like, like I ugh, just hyper-focus I on areas where I need to grow right and i'm constantly fucking switching it like right now my area of growth is getting back in shape oh my god i'm 180 pounds i really need to do this hyper focus on it let me eat right let me do this let me sleep and then once i get there instead of being like oh i got there this is great let me continue with my life i'm like oh i need to focus on the business and hyper focus on that and then oh i need to focus on the podcast like I constantly mm. hyper focusing on areas where I need. I think I need to get better, but I'm already an eight. Like, do you know what I mean? It's not like, mm-hmm. oh my god, like I'm You're super st- unhealthy and I'm, right, you right, know, right. not able to do that. No, I think but, I have a pretty healthy lifestyle already. Right. But I want to get to my ten. Yeah, and that that's the Which thing. Is silly, you yeah. know. Um. So yeah, I think. I, the minute that I stop saying that I'm in transition, I think I've already started healing within myself. Because I've been saying that shit for a year. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Calling you out on your <laughs> but I th- uh, And I think that's, speaking of like goals or like resolutions, because that's why I was, I was saying like people got into this very like hopeless we, because I'm in there. Of like, uh, we didn't want to plan for 2021, right? Like, New Year's, everybody's talking about resolutions and blah, blah, blah. And I heard a lot of people saying like, nah, no. Because I planned for 2020 and it went to shit. So I'm not going to plan for this one and just go with the flow. Which, pretty healthy way to think too, right? But personally, for me, I want to work more on being more grateful and less negative. Mm -hmm. I mean, they go hand in hand. But I really want to stop complaining, and not to say that I'm not going to value my emotions and embrace them and validate what I'm feeling. And if I need to complain, I'm going to complain. But I'm, try- I'm trying not to do it as much or not fall into that victim mentality of like, oh, everything happens to me and I hate it. Yeah. And, and it's, be- it's crazy because as I'm working on it myself, I notice it more on people too. And not coming from a judgmental place, but I notice more on people. Like if my coworker is talking about something and they say something, I'm like, 
bro, like your negativity is like ridiculous. Like stop, right? Or maybe I'm surrounded by very negative people right now. Who knows? But I've noticed that even I catch myself when I start to complain about something. I'm like, let me let me rewire that and focus more on the positive. What's the flip side of that? Of what am I grateful for about this? Whatever. Right. So that and that balance that you were talking about, like. With life of like you hyper focus on something and then the other ones start to yeah lack right I think my big as you're saying this and I'm processing everything that we just said I think my big goal would be I think once I reach that goal everything is gonna fall into place which just verbalizing this out loud is making me like want to throw up because I feel like I'm doing exactly what I was just called on two seconds ago but um, healing I I. I've been going to therapy for almost a year and August is going to be a year. I know that we're far away from August, but to me, because I'm always living in the future. It's coming. August is right around the corner for me. Yeah. Like I'm always like three months ahead, guys. Um, And even long term goals, I'm like two years ahead. Like, oh, in three years, I'm going to fucking did it, did it, did it, you know, be present. Right. I'm not. But I've been going to therapy for since August and and um. I've really been working hard on my relationship with my boyfriend. And I think um, getting those things as priority of like really fulfilling my role of the mother, my role of the girlfriend, my role of a daughter, you know, all of those things. Like once I start healing, I think being present is going to be easier for me. And then I'm no Mm. longer going to be in my survival. Oh, my God, I need to think of tomorrow because I might die today. (laughs) Like Mm -hmm. it it sounds super exaggerated, but I know that's where it's coming from. Like I need to prep. And and I've been a single mom for years and years and years. So I'm used to living like that. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, I just got a flat like a flat tire. This is enough for somebody to break down. Like Mm -hmm. when I first moved (laughs) out here, like having (laughs) (laughs) tires, I forgot you and your tires. But, like, I, you know, it's happened to me before when I first moved out here to Phoenix. And I remember I cried and called my mom, like, oh, I don't know what to do. And my dad would be like, yes, you do. I taught you how to change a tire. Mm-hmm. Figure it the fuck out, right? Mm-hmm. Where now, like, I get a flat tire and I'm like, well, shit, I can't really do nothing. Let me call this. Let me call that. I already know how to deal with it. And by 5 p.m. is fixed. The end. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I have a support system I can call. Hey, can you pick up Estrella for me? Blah, 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 blah. The end. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't phase me just because I'm so used to going and going and going and going. Mm-hmm. So, like, if I can learn how to chill the fuck out and really being present and being grateful for what I have right now, I think I'm going to start. Whew. That that whole, this is my next goal to chase. This is my, like, that acceptance piece is really going to start getting mm-hmm. triggered. Yeah. And nothing wrong with setting goals, right? Because we're not saying, like, don't set goals. But to me, personally, that's where I have a problem with that kind of like, because I see this other flip, the flip side that you're so hyper focused on that, that maybe you're missing out on what's happening right Right. now. Right. Like, even with COVID, I know that we're going to, once we go back to normalcy, which I do think we are, Mm -hmm. whatever that means, um, I'm going to miss being at home, cuddled Mm -hmm. up with my boyfriend all day, working Mm -hmm. side by side. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Or... For a little bit and then reality is going to hit and you're like, actually, no, I like. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Or I'm going to miss like being with my daughter at home all day. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, but when you're in it, you're like, this is horrible. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I I don't think I. Well, yeah, I did hate the lockdown and not being able to go places and do stuff. But then it also made me realize that my fun was just going out to eat. And go to happy hour because I mean, really, I didn't. Other than the gym, which I wasn't even being consistent with that at that point when COVID started, I had nothing else going on. So I was like, "All right, I'll work from home." Yeah. The end. Yeah, but I didn't even pick up anything either. I saw a meme yeah. where it was like, everybody was telling us <laughs> that we needed to stay home in order for us to get your shit together and look at us. Like, you still that, don't have it together. Yeah, like, it has nothing to do with being home or being gone. <laughs> I can totally just picture you, like, still picking up shit, and God is like, all right, we're done. You're like, wait, I'm not done yet picking up my shit, getting my shit together. <laughs> can I get a few more months, please? Like, I'm still working, like, with your hands full of shit. Like, <laughs> What? <laughs> what do you mean things are back to normal? I'm still, wor- I'm still in transition. 
transitioning. What are you talking about? Yes. But I, you know what? Again, I'm going into 2021. I've been into 2021. It's been four months by now, almost, of this new year. Oh, that sounds sick. Isn't it crazy? Yeah. One third of the year. Of sir? 2021? Yeah. Yeah. I think once you hit 25 it's just like <laughs> throughout the years <laughs> spring <Bye. laughs> you know? um yeah but I, I i that's what i'm gonna work on that's my i guess resolution mindset shift that it is because it isn't like oh just 2021 i want to be able to create this new habit of being more grateful less negative you know i i always pray whenever this is gonna sound super cheesy but like you know how like oh it's 11 11 make a wish oh i am obsessed with 11 11 and i see it all the time oh it's kind of creepy but (laughs) that just creeped up the shit but i was driving here and i looked at my phone and it was 11 11 yeah but you know like you see little cheesy shit like that like oh you have an eyelash let's make a wish like that little (laughs) make a wish bullshit every fucking time i wish to be happy like I know, don't do that. Beautiful. No. I wanna cry. I wanna hug you. <laughs> and for me to want to hug you. I know lot. that's a lot. <laughs> this bitch don't like to be touched. <laughs> Whatever. I always say that. I always say like I want to be happy, but I think like mm. in the last year I've actually tried to get there, which takes a lot of work. You know what I've been now that you mentioned that I'm, I've been wishing people. More like when it's their birthday or whatever. Not that I have like a thousand people that have had a birthday so far. But lately, now that you're mentioning that, I've been wishing like peace. <laughs> like, <laughs> as Dulce's neighbor is screaming at the top of her lungs. I don't know if you guys picked that, that on the podcast. Speaking of peace, I'm going to wish whoever's screaming right now. But peace, right? Because peace is like in whatever um, area of yeah. life. And, and with peace comes, I don't know, is it happy? Bliss. Like, do, do, do I want to be happy or do I want peace? Like, right. I'm at peace with my life. I think that's right. bliss. I, I, I really, I think when I say I want to be happy, I don't mean, like, the euphoric happiness. Right. I'm talking about the bliss. Because that's not sustainable. No. Like, that's not realistic for all your no. life to be like this. No. High, 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 high. It's going to come with lows, right? But as long as you're at peace, you like accept the bliss. lows. Yeah. I think it's that bliss that, mm-hmm. I don't know, that's what I, I always wish for. And I think, like... Uh, when I say I'm in transition, like that's where I want to get at. Like that's the. Uh, I don't but know. see, that's where I would challenge you a little more, cause like, is it happiness then the end goal? Cause then if if that's the the goal, then you're always gonna be in transition. Absolutely. Right. Right. So maybe redefining that, like, and you don't have to, right? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, but to me, like that's that's where I'm like, are we setting goals that are realistic? realistic? Mm-hmm. Right, it, 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 and maybe like you say, your definition of happiness is like, like that: content, bliss, satisfied, peace, whatever. Right. And I think the hard thing is, is that I've already reached it. There was a point of my life where, for six months straight, I had a boring as fuck life, like gym, dinner, child to bed at eight thirty, mm-hmm. ten hours of sleep every day, fucking black and white job. Mm-hmm. I mean, stressful as fuck. Needless to say. Um, but I, I felt like things were at balance Mm. and, and then life happened, you Mm. know, like an opportunity showed up and sure, let's go for the opportunity. And it really shook everything that I had that Mm -hmm. opportunity and, and, and and it was a loss. The opportunity was a loss, but I think like moving things are continuously going to happen. Right. And trying to find that bliss that I already found is like. It's kind of like I'm chasing the high all the time. Mm. And I, I don't know if that's even realistic. Because then it means that as sh- as things shift, I need to redefine what that bliss means. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm coming to the realization. And this is therapy, guys. <laughs> <laughs> dun, 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 it just happened. <laughs> you just went this session. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, yeah. But that's- Side note, I'm probably going to write it down somewhere and figure it out but We're, we'll have to I, I hate that we, not, I don't hate but we always talk about like things that oh let's talk about this on the podcast but I think that's a great topic to talk about like kind of like what you said just now I'm gonna write it down like what does that do writing it down you talked earlier about like manifesting things and what you believe in I think we need to really like 
put some time into that and talking about that. Oh yeah, for sure. I think cuz I'm I'm we always come up with a li- like a list of season topics and we want to be recording like, a topic. <laughs> yeah, like we we say like okay, this season is going to be about sex and right. we're going to like have a whole bunch of episodes and then life happens and we just go with the flow and then it exactly. doesn't turn out <laughs> to be just about that. But yeah. I I do feel I have a feeling I'm manifesting that this oh. season is going to be a lot about that self-care personal motivation bliss happy because we've talked about we are not gonna become motivational speakers oh coaches (laughs) (laughs) this bitch is flawed as fuck and by this bitch i mean myself (laughs) i was gonna say like what (laughs) no 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 i mm -mm, i cannot stand on a stage and talk about how amazing life is when i'm over here i don't know hypocritical is a thing that i cannot I don't like to practice. I don't like the whole do as I say, not as I do. Mm. If I'm if I'm not practicing it myself, I don't feel comfortable telling others to practice it. Yeah. I mean, I think that's fair. Yeah. And I'm not practicing it. But that's Where's the wine at? Let's go. And I think... <laughs> Is it noon? <laughs> yes. On a Monday? Absolutely. It's two. Let's go. <laughs> but we said that at the beginning of this podcast, too, that it was going to be real. And this is what we get. Like, when it's real, we take four months out, off. Without recording, life happens, things change, and here we are again. Yeah. Picking up the pieces, <laughs> getting our shit together. Okay. <laughs> Daddy Jesus. <laughs> All um, right. I think we reached our goal of our yeah, we, episode today. Yeah. We just wanted to take the time. Like we said, we owed the last episode of Recapping 2020, 2020 and then we missed that, so we chose to today. Let's just today, yeah. catch up. Nonsense. I mean, as you probably hard it was a bunch of nonsense but we made it through 2020 here we are 2021 if that we matters here. and if that means we here we started from the bottom now we're here hey hey did you guys hear our new intro and our outro oh. it was the bomb so the outro is coming uh, it's coming it's coming <laughs> all right guys <laughs> we'll talk to you Next time. Later. Thank you for being back for season three. Yep. All five of you. All five of you. (laughs) Much love. All right. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Remember, this is not a replacement for therapy. Professional help is always available. Don't be scared to sit with your elephant. Until Until next time. bye. Bye.